Cameo Radio. Welcome back to Cameo Radio. I'm here with Danny Honeywan. Hi. This is part three of this special New Renaissance miniseries, A Stroll Through the Victimhood, Tools and Tactics of the RCMP. Right, because what are the RCMP? They are the force. They are the force. They are the force that work at our local level. It seems like they're really maintaining victimhood, not just maintaining the feeding it. But we'll find out more about that. In part one, we introduced the concept of the victimhood as a social consciousness. In part two, we looked at how the current coercive system expands the victimhood and Frank Caputo's bill C-274, which will definitely expand the incarceration system. It's a real brainchild, that one. It's a real brainchild. So some of the topics that we're looking at today, the main one is policing. So where does that authority to police come from? They're Federal Private Members Association, right? They're members of the Mm -hmm. RCMP. Members of the RCMP. That's something to look at a little bit more as well. And that's the federal level, and then that's contracted by the provinces. Right. So there's RCMP all over the place, and we've talked about this in Security and Emergency Systems episode, that their contract's ending in 2032. So, Very interesting. Yeah, things are changing. Like, what could that look like? Yeah. So we'll get into that a little bit. And we say provinces, note that Ontario doesn't have RCMP, it has the OPP. The OPP. So they don't have a contract with the RCMP. Right. Which is a whole other story. Why are they different? Mm -hmm. And what's really going on at the provincial level? Mm -hmm. But that's for a whole other episode. Justifications for the increase of budgets, right? More than narrative. Yeah, that's kind of the overarching theme is like, why does it keep expanding? Yeah. Right. What is the justification for bigger budgets, more prisons, more members, more, 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 more. uniforms, more guns, guns more, more cars. N- tanks. I've heard of tanks now. Yeah, there's right? been some requests for tanks. Yeah. What does this really mean? Mm-hmm. Going full circle on the episode, we'll come back basically to the expansion of that force. If anyone's read the book Power Versus Force, they understand what we're talking about. But if you haven't, it's a great read, even just a quick Google of it. So it's expanding the force instead of expanding truth and integrity and power, you know, like real stuff reality <laughs> actual power <laughs> it ultimately expands the victimhood yeah like actual personal power yeah not victimhood yeah oh woe personal, is me i've been power. victimized and not empowerment oh empower, oh, empower me. me no no no. no. you have actual, actual power. power should you choose to accept your mission <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's pretty much exactly it so the current expansion of the colonial force against the aboriginals it acts on the aboriginals that's why really? it's colonial It's a colonizer. Yeah, it's a colonizer. And so they really do seem to target aboriginals. And And yet everybody's told to decolonize? Well, yeah. That's the narrative, right? The narrative is we need to start decolonizing. And so what are they doing? It's like this push-pull, right? This is what sets the whole thing in motion. It's like we have this colonial force, and yet we have this narrative that says, oh, we're decolonizing, and everybody's decolonizing. And it's like, huh? The decolonist agenda. But the colonial force is expanding. So how can I possibly believe that we're decolonizing? Well, one thing we know for sure is that the contract is expiring in 2032. I think that was security and emergencies episode. That was very good. We'll put a link to that in the comments here. What's going to replace it? Is it going to be more of the same or is it going to be worse? (laughs) You know, the RCMP started off like a pretty good idea and it got really out of control. But we'll get but into that, that seed, there was that seed, right? It's a great members association, nothing wrong with the idea, but the seed of that, they were colonizing. They well, weren't from there. And there was a whole lot of politics going on with, I think it was John Chretien at the time and the commissioner of the RCB. That's all mm-hmm. in that security and emergency episode. Yeah. 
or we'll actually start policing ourselves. Like we have volunteer fire departments. Mm-hmm. Why don't we have volunteer policing kiosks or something? Right. right? Like, like get out of the victimhood. We'll kind of get to it. Yeah. That there might be a question of, is there law in this country? <laughs> yep. <laughs> so the tools and tactics, like you mentioned, they like their big guns, their SWAT uniforms. They love their military fatigue, right? Oh my gosh, they love gun pointing. They like to entrap people. So what is that entice again? You. Yeah, entice you. Entice you. Why don't you just come on over here and we'll chat with you? You're like, yeah, sure. And then they're like, he's coming right for us. Yeah. And they hope that you do something like mm-hmm. try to run because mm-hmm. then they'll shoot you. This whole theme of suicide ideation that they've been doing with people. Oh, We've heard yeah. multiple, multiple How stories. How do we know you're not going to kill yourself? Um, is that an appropriate question to be asking me? <laughs> you're not a doctor or a psychologist. You're an occupation army. Mm-hmm. Very fitting. That fits in with the military uniforms. I mean, and we've seen the military uniforms in action mm-hmm. um, in Blue River on the pipeline where oh, the, yeah. uh, the ladies had their camp set up to collect berries and right. who did they bring in? They brought in RCMP wearing Desert Storm uniforms. Ooh. Like, you can't get more militarized than Desert Storm. They wanted them to look like soldiers. Yeah. That's psychological. That's psychological, right? Yeah. So then another tool, Section 5 remand. So mm. guilty until proven innocent. And that plays into Frank Caputo's bill, mm-hmm. which is how we extended into this topic in the first place. He wants to expand police powers. And give them the ability to lock people up and Section 5 remand So them. more police, more prisons. And less court. They want a presumption of detention. That's a bit of a disappearing trick they do to people. Disappearing people. Ultimately, this force is hiding behind a badge. Whose interest are they actually yeah. protecting, right? Good cop, bad cop. They don't do that in real life. Not really, no. But, but anyways, that's just Hollywood. Right. So they don't even do that, <laughs> right? So just, they're not even using that tactic that we think they're using. Which brings me back to one of the questions, which is there actually law? Like we're told a lot of things. We expect a lot of things. We mm-hmm. don't see that in real life. No. So what they're actually doing is RCMP are just people. Yeah. And so they're oscillating between their programming And their human nature to help. Probably a great majority of them. Well, I mean, some people probably gravitate towards that position for other Mm -hmm. reasons. But And then once that programming's landed permanently, mm -hmm. they go and make sergeant. Yes, they become (laughs) completely part of the colonial empire at that point. And if the colonial empire dies, they're they're zombies. Mm -hmm. Really. So we've got all these sergeant zombies running around. So there's some tests, you know, there's some allies, there's some enemies, there's yeah. some mentors, right? Who has actually seen this yeah. and gotten out? So there's a lot of people who can recognize the victimhood and look at it and say, well, I'm not doing that anymore. Yeah, that's silly. That's silly. But then they really start to stand out and they become a threat to anything that's trying to maintain the victimhood. Mm-hmm. And that's when they really start to implement some of their favorite tactics. Mm-hmm. And the colonial empire has no shortage of dirty pool tricks. No, we mentioned a few of them. (laughs) (laughs) There is no shortage on that one. But now they're doing things like Frank Caputo's bill. Mm -hmm. Well, they'll just disappear you. That's Mm -hmm. Section 5 remand for five or more years. That's disappeared. That's disappeared. They've created a disappearance. That's gulag. Yeah. Big time. So we were asking the question, you know, is there a rule of law? So it's less court time for people when they get in there. They're going to just get Section 5 remanded. The police have so many codes. They don't even know what to do anymore. They just follow orders. Yeah. This is the test. Is there law? Is there, is there rule of law? What are they Are enforcing? they enforcing the law? What are is they there even law? Is what there is law? This? Right. Do you know? Whose law is it? Or what, what is law it? Is. Do you know what law is? Yeah. If somebody's sitting there and they're doing their thing, they have a clue what law is? Is law lawyers? Is law, is lawyers. law the judge? Is law the police? As what is out, law? 
it's all process. <laughs> process has replaced what anybody might think law is. We've got judges and courtrooms and police with badges. We definitely have process. We have process. We all know we, we all know we have process when we wait in a line at ICBC. But to be <laughs> considered guilty and Section 5 remanded for five or more years on an assumption or an accusation while you're waiting trial is wrong because that means you're you're guilty before you're innocent. Yeah, so now that's so right the big there. Test. There's a test. There's our test. There's a first test. Do this, we have rule of law? This whole thing indicates that no, we do not have mm. law. So who are our allies? <clears throat> Supposedly, who are our allies? Supposedly, who are our allies? Well, the CRCC, the Complaints Commission for the RCMP. Okay. But the trouble with them is they get the police to police the police. Break this down. So yeah. the CRCC is like this independent body, right? That's been commissioned by mm. the federal government right. to provide oversight of the RCMP. Yes. But they don't do the oversight. They delegate it to the To police. the RCMP. They okay. go, here, you have to investigate yourself now right. on this file. So then there's the Independent Investigations Office. And what is yes. that? So the Independent Investigations Office is completely independent of the RCMP and performs investigations only when it relates to death. So if somebody dies because of negligence of the RCMP or they've done something so wrong that somebody's dead, now the office comes in. And they investigate. And they investigate. But we don't hear much about that. The only thing that I've ever heard in the news about them is that they're so absolutely busy, they can't get around to investigating everything. And they've fallen grossly behind. Right. Which is a bad sign. That's not that a good sign. That means a lot of people are dead. Right. And you don't hear about it. You don't it hear about it. Because they try to entice you. What are the tactics? What are the tricks? Mm-hmm. Come on down. They did it to me. Why don't you come down to the station? There's something I could help you with, the sergeant. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, no problem. He says, you wouldn't believe what people are saying about me on Facebook. I'm like, oh, really? I like, will no sweat. I'll see you in about 45 minutes. I come down my driveway. I get a high-risk takedown on false allegations. I had to prove my innocence. Mm-hmm. I did talk to the government that day. Luckily, I recorded my call. and I played it for Crown Council. Innocent. Mm-hmm. But there you go. So I'm speaking from experience. Yeah. Had I tried to run, had I not put my hands up, one single infraction of process, I didn't lay down on the ground face first with my hands out, mm-hmm. they could have shot me mm-hmm. for any reason. And I'll tell you, staring down the barrel of a carbide rifle, they're not supposed to do that. Gun pointing is it's illegal. It's illegal in Canada. But that's one of their tactics. Because when you have guns pointed at you, if you have an officer and he puts his hand out like he's going to take his gun, you're like, whoa, man. Yeah, hands go up. But if they've already got semi-automatic assault rifles pointed at your head, your natural human instinct is to run. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people do. Mm -hmm. So the Independent Investigations Office comes in. So you've now been shot. Now that you're dead. Right. And who's... These people can't tell their stories at that point. Right. There's no story. No. And your friends can't just become interlopers and say, hey, well, I heard what was going on and, I, and they, they won't investigate. Of course it. not. How would they even know who to talk to? They, they can't. And so a lawyer, it's just a cold case at that cold point. Cold case. Yeah. And what's a lawyer going to do? Who's going to pay them? They're going to go talk to the RCMP. And the independent investigations office is already so backed up they can't deal right. with them. So we've got then, we've got media. So right? And then, yeah. So into the enemies. Into the enemies. I love the enemies. <laughs> into the enemies, right? Not the not the villains. These not aren't the, the villains. villains. These are the enemies. Like a villain is, I'm not going to give these these and the enemies of what? We'll get into that. Yeah, too. we're not going to give these enough credit to the status of villain. Like no way. No, they're not super villain. That's too much credit. Too much credit because there's black press, right? Well, black press pulls their narrative. Oh, they took somebody down. This and that. Say they yeah. kill somebody. Well, the officers, you know, they uh, they used the most discretion they could, and they Absolutely. had no other choice. Absolutely. So they, you know, they tried. Well, why'd you shoot him in the face? Pat, pat on the back. Nice work. Nice work. Yeah, had to be done. <laughs> had to be done. Good thing we used our discretion. Yeah. Didn't even sh- tase him. Mm-hmm. He'll just kill you. Well, and yeah. So there's a lot of that. Actually, there's mm-hmm. really a lot. 
and, and the we media don't know. won't talk about it'd it. It'd be interesting to find out if there's some sort of a contract. There must be a contract to release RCMP. It'd be so interesting if there's anyone out there who wants to dig into that and research it. I'm just like... Contract to release RCMP? Release RCMP um, memos. Oh, yeah. Briefs, like the briefings that come through the black press media. There must be a contract somewhere. Ooh, interesting. Right? There must be. Well, it'd be cool to see what yep. the media's really got going on. But you know what? There's a lot in cahoots with black press because it's not just the media that that guy owns. No. He also has mining outfits and he needs to keep the RCMP happy so that they'll do things like send militarized police to the pipeline. Mm-hmm. To protect their special interests. So then we've got things like Frank Caputo. No, I don't think Frank Caputo's a bad guy. I really, I mean, because I don't like the label of good and bad anyways. It doesn't work. He's not a villain. He's not this super villain out there. he's the enemy of truth. But he's an enemy of truth, yeah. Mm -hmm. Which makes him an enemy. Yeah, he's not a villain. Just an enemy of truth. Mm -hmm. Another story from a good friend, an ally, is about how they used to recruit. And they used to recruit Mm -hmm. on care, because members association... Character, strength of character, charisma, and competence. Not really. That was what you were scouted on. Somebody's ability to command with social presence. Yeah. Because they could could, they could defuse the situation. Because then you could use tactics like good cop, bad cop, roll in there, have the thing defused, 20 minutes. We totally hit a lot of that in the security and emergency systems. What happens when you don't have somebody who has a good presence? Now nobody's gonna listen to them. And they start shouting, beaking off, and waving their gunner. Mm -hmm. Doesn't work out so well. So anyhow, so it kind of speaks to the recruitment process and how much that is, where that's gone and where it could be going. Totally. So it's certainly a struggle to correct injustice caused by the RCMP because there's no mechanism in government to actually help people. It just really causes more victims. And even though the victims are out there speaking up about it slowly and in very small numbers, now Frank Caputo wants to put them away for five or more years. Yeah, I know, right? We have this complaints process. (laughs) There's no... Which doesn't really do anything. It doesn't do a heck of a lot. No. And that's it. There's no... And the RCMP can take forever to mm-hmm. investigate themselves. Yeah. It can go to the RCMP directorate for review because they're not even following their own procedure. But I'm like, nobody's going to do anything to right. them. How many complaints do you have currently? Oh, God. Like 12? Yeah. And 11? I mean, I have two. You have two. So... And that's just in day-to-day life yeah. because the RCMP overstepped their bounds constantly. Yeah. And nobody's going to do anything about it. Mm-hmm. Not even the RCMP. <laughs> you phone when you've got that. Right. So we've got the complaints process. There's the police policing the police. And it's about as useless a thing you could possibly imagine. I mean, it's got the funny redundance to it, like a shipping ship that ships shipping ships. My son likes this one. So, so you have police policing police. Yes. No, we have a shipping ship. Shipping, shipping ships. Yes. And for anybody that doesn't know, a shipping ship, it sinks the deck and a boat goes onto it. And yep. then it goes buoyant and floats again and carries the other boat. That's actually more useful than the RCMP investigating it's terribly themselves. not useful. Absurd. The police are policing the police. Like It if, doesn't really work. If you're you're a police and I'm police and I'm like, I'm gonna be uh, like yeah, for sure. You're getting in lots of trouble. Yeah. Like, am I? Like, no, nah. I think we're okay. I think we're Let's good. Let's go break the law some more. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, so there you go. So what is it really? So if you break the law and you're an RCMP officer, truly, yeah. like maybe they'll move your family. Yeah. I and that might, might kind of suck. I might get transferred. Yeah, but they're kind of used to moving anyways. They move every two years. Oh, yeah, they get housing right? breaks. They get mortgage breaks. Yeah, totally. Like, oh, oh, man, yeah, so very corporate, Very very standard corporate procedure there. Totally. Maybe. Okay, but here, maybe, maybe it gets leave. a little worse. Maybe you go on leave. Yeah, but with pay. But with pay. Yeah, and you still get full medical and dental and pension. And, yeah. And if you try to speak up against your 
your crooked sergeant. Mm-hmm. They'll be like, oh, I've had enough out of you. You're going pay. on leave with pay. <laughs> you, but if you actually speak out in public, oh, then you're in trouble. They might disappear you. Oh, yeah. I wonder. I don't know. We haven't heard any of those stories, but we don't hear those stories. Well, because they have too much to lose. All that house they paid for, all those special perks they got. They've got a family. Think mm-hmm. of your kids. You want to talk about what you saw? I don't think that'd be a good idea. Mm-hmm. So they're all kind of sworn to their secrecy. And by the time it's 10 years later, it's too late. It doesn't matter anymore. It doesn't matter. So you can only prosecute with something within two years and they want to disappear people. Section 5 remanded for five or more. So, so by the time they get out, there's nothing like, they can do can about do. it. It's just, it's just so stupid. <laughs> okay, so but like, okay. let's go to the worst case worst scenario. So case you're scenario. an RCMP officer. You've done some agreed. You've, you you've might get broken the law. Yeah, yeah. You've Maybe you've even killed somebody. Yeah. Well, the Independent Investigations Office is absolutely backed up. They'll never get around to it. Yeah. And by the time they do, it will have been more than and two years. And the person's years. dead. And the person's dead. They can't so, tell their story. No, and their family's still trying to figure out what happened. Yeah. And it's all privacy. All privacy. So now they're not going to tell right. anyone. So maybe at that point, like maybe you get investigated really, through the CRCC. Maybe. But it's like your buddies. There's no consequences. There's, your other people are investigating you. There's no consequence. Even <laughs> if they issue a formal direction. And so basically at the end of it, they ask whoever is being investigated into their office of the commander. And the commander says, what you did was wrong. Don't do it again. And they go, okay. And he says, let's go out for wings. And that's pretty <laughs> much it. Or a hockey game. Or a whatever. hockey game or yeah. whatever, right? Let's go do some coke. Yeah. <laughs> whatever it is that they're doing. And it's anything. Because they're just people. They do whatever they want. And they're just people. And they're pretty messed up, some of them. Well, some of them, but some of them are not. No, so they are all people. Right. But some people are pretty messed up. <laughs> That's just so a- anyway, there's no consequences, really. <laughs> like, oh, oh my, it just gets worse. So, like, what's the... What's the trajectory of, of this? It just getting worse. Yeah. Oh my God. So instead of now, instead of cops, which is a constable on patrol, I and I love this. I had no idea what that even meant. Yeah. So cop. you got to break that down. Okay. For us, a cop right? is a constable on patrol. Now I met this. I was in the cusp, BC, and there's a corporal and a constable, and the corporal was very busy on his phone, being all serious. And, trying to make rank. Yeah, and I knew him because a friend of mine had passed away, uh. and he was one of the responding officers. So I recognized him, and I went up to him to say hi. And, he was very busy on his phone. Well, the constable started chatting me up a little bit. And I was, and he's like, oh, yeah, I'm always just going to stay a constable because, you know, I joined so that I could help little old ladies cross the street and, you know, kitties out of trees and mm-hmm. stuff like that. I'm not going to do this thing and try to make rank. Wank. Yeah, make him wank. So, so or make the, bank make or whatever. Bank or whatever. <laughs> Some kind of ink. So, so he's like, no, no, I'm just going to be a cop. And I was like, oh, a constable on patrol. Legit, like in the movies, like right. in the TV show. Yeah. Oh, okay. Wow, cool. But that's not really what we got. That's not really. I would say that's an exception to the rule. Yeah. Like the officer that came to my house was a constable. Yes. But, but she, she wasn't, wasn't on, on patrol. It's 10 o'clock in the morning and she's knocking on the door trying to interrogate you through your window. And you're like, what? Go, why aren't you doing your constable? So she gives you a ticket for something she wasn't even there for and then doesn't even sign it. That was really something. So we don't wow. have cops, right? We have this and, occupational RCMP and, army. And what is law? They don't even know, but they're obsessed with procedure and there's so much of it, they forget to even sign a bloody ticket. <laughs> it's like when you go to a restaurant, there's too many menu choices yeah. and you get stumped. Yes. Yeah, that's the cops these days. Yeah. They, and they're like, too well, many process. at least if I just do what my sergeant tells me, maybe I'll make wank. So basically, it could get infinitely worse here. <laughs> it's, basically, it's on a trajectory of infinite worse. Or, 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 or. We, like, and I mean we, the collective we, you know, yeah. we might figure it out. Well, justice is up to just us. We might figure it out. <laughs>
Yeah, we might figure it out. I think that'd be cool. I'm down. I think we are. I mean, we are figuring we it out. We are figuring it out. The earth literally has gone to a point where it, it's above integrity. More people are above integrity. Very important. Power that versus force. We yeah. need that. We need people who are in integrity, enough mm-hmm. people, just enough. And it's a small number of people. It's not everybody. It's going to be 78% that oh, are it's not. Tiny. it's tiny. You only need about 10% of the people to actually do it. But it's causing this massive shift on the, of the planet. As far as I'm concerned, I mean, look, I'm just going look, like, the world's smokes. totally changing. It's, 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 it's absolutely changing. Incredible. But like, okay, but so what are the which solutions? Which way is it going to go? Yeah, yeah, right. Let's go to, let's take us to the bright future where we have some solutions. <laughs> well, I think most people figure just, let's just have a drink and forget about it. That's what most people do. So we're like, no, 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 you go have your drink, but don't forget about but it. Don't forget don't about wash it. wash this away. Yeah. And remember that that's probably why the queen made sure we had crown liquor distribution. Oh my goodness. And look how that's been going this summer with the liquor, liquor distribution sh- strikes. strikes and stuff. People oh, are in outrage. I was in the liquor store and the woman behind me was outraged. Really? Why? I am talking outrage. Like at what? They didn't have Oh, the thing she wanted. Yeah. Oh, her fix. She wasn't from 100 Mile. Her drug of choice. And, um, you know, on vacation, it was a Friday going into a long weekend. Mm-hmm. I'm, I go in a liquor store. I'm prepared for absolute chaos. It's Friday. It's Friday. So it's, it's... kind of busy and they don't have anything on the shelves. This, let me tell you, the outrage. She was just flipping, eh? Just this flipping lid. I thought, oh, wow, this is a really a sign of the times. The queen's dead and we're in the liquor store and this woman's in outrage. <laughs> She's in outrage. Holy she can't smokes. handle it. Oh, my God. <laughs> so that's the solution, you know? Okay, yes, have a drink. Yeah. Don't forget about it. But that's kind of failing, like you say. Yeah, like, and it is some, failing. There's some major issues. Mm-hmm. So we've seen outrage of the liquor store <laughs> and um, the change of the slogan. Oh, yeah, I love this right? solution. This is funny I one. thought this was fun. Why don't we just be honest? The change of the slogan for the RCMP. So what's the slogan now? To serve and protect. To serve and protect. what they say. But I think it should be help no one hurt everybody. At least then we would know, <laughs> right? If that was, a, if you're like, okay, that's the slogan. At least you'd be like, okay, cool. Okay, so I this, got you. I, know I, get, what this I get what this is. So you help no one. You, you hurt everybody. And you hurt everybody. You so I'm nobody. like, we're good. I'm actually we're like, good. I'm actually cool with that. I know what you are now. Yeah, I'm Thanks. like, cool. And I'm not going to go try and, you know what I did? My mistake. I'm like, oh, well, like to serve and protect. So yeah, I'll phone, like, them, I'll up, phone them up. No, they're going to make it worse. They make it infinitely. They help nobody and they hurt everybody. Everybody. So... So well, then we can get back to the concept of maybe we can look after our own issues and please ourselves. Yeah. But also there's this idea, this is a lot of people's go-to solutions, that they're going to be a bit of a bulldog and they're going to ride around on paddle boards yelling at people. Oh, that's fascinating. Yeah. Human like, experiment here. You know, because they don't think that you should be doing them. Not cool. Not cool. Oh, man. What I happened? I hope she listens to I this hope episode. she listens to this episode. That, yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of that, though. And Policing. The is, yeah. The policing from a paddle board. I've never seen anything. <laughs> I've never heard of anything like this. Well, and when we become our own jailers, yes. the brainwashing has really taken hold. Yeah. Right. So we've yeah. got to. You know, you know, don't drink this out of your mind and start doing the right thing and, and think about it. What is law? Right. Because what we're seeing today is process, but it's not law. And if there's somebody out on a paddleboard yelling at people who are complete in complete Sitting peace on a dock and bliss, in the middle of nowhere. And and this person on a paddleboard is yelling at them. Because the dock's apparently private. It's property. like, okay, <laughs> do nobody knows what the law is at this point. Well, we do know that the law is that if you have a dock in the water, well, anchored is, to the shore. This is the legal aspect of it. The legal aspect is yeah. that it's public property yeah, and you shore can't is own property. the shoreline. And you can leave your dock there, but like... You, you better surveil it. Yeah, put up a fence, I guess, but yeah. you can't. You can't fence you can't off fence waterfront. Off so, yeah. like, so anyways, the whole thing was absurd. It's just absurd. And, and, uh, yeah, but anyway. that's a 
a great example of this, you know, self-policing gone wrong because the mind virus is still a hold in there. It's very much a hold. It's totally messed up. And what happened in the end with that story, the fellow who owned the dock came down and we had a wonderful chat with him. He was cool. He said he had had some problems. They had, well, there was poop. You're welcome. There was a dead fish on the dock from an animal or something. But this is the thing. We were getting yelled at from a paddleboarder for doing this. Good Samaritan. Yeah. And I was like, well, why don't we come back later and we can all eat chips together? He (laughs) thought that was a great idea. Anyhow. So there you go. We don't want to go into that kind of self-policing. We want to go into the kind of self-policing where you roll up onto a dock and you go, I think that's a human poop. I'm going to deal with that. Well, that's better. And the other thing is, too, like, obviously that lady didn't know any law. No. She didn't understand she didn't know any, anything. She didn't even know the law she was trying to reference. Because she's like, that's private property. So that was kind of funny because it's not private property. If there's any folks that are listening that are in the RCMP, we're not jabbing at you. If you're a good cop, find ways to actually help. But the trouble is, like we said, if they stand up to the corruption, they get put on leave. Right. The penalty for them is worse. Right. So it's like the good ones get out. Right. And that, there you go. So there you go. So don't let your mind become compromised by the colonial slug i mean yeah, maybe they need to get out colonial zombie yeah, <laughs> you yeah. And you'll that. end up in a military uniform on a pipeline with a gun at a child because I mean, you're there to follow orders yeah and you'll have to make a decision in yourself at some point that says am i going to actually do this and the thing is once somebody breaks that threshold and just keeps following those orders they don't tend to stop because right. they're like i'm in this far already right why would i stop i just got a pay raise mm-hmm. i'm a good boy mm-hmm. i got lots of perks and there's stories about that in town. One of the cops got drunk, went home, beat up his wife. It was horrible. And they just junked that trial around between judges until he was acquitted and nothing happened to him. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, if I had done that, they would have crucified me. Oh, absolutely. He yeah. beat up his wife drunk and drove and got caught. We've got a lot of stories. Mm-hmm. So like this isn't all just coming out of our speculation because we watched some movies. We're actually saying what we saw in the movies is not what's going on. <laughs> like what happened no. to Bruce Willis and Die Hard? Right. Or Batman. Or Batman. Or maybe that is what's going on. Well, let's That's hope for so. another episode. <laughs> so back to the, I mean, the ultimate solution and the thing we've been alluding to kind of this whole episode mm-hmm. is the rule of law. Yeah. Like what is the true rule of law? Like what is that? Well, and that's the thing. The true rule of law is the common thread that binds us, and it's the ability to interact with the world. It's the dream. It's the shared dream. It's the shared dream. So, what dream dream are we sharing? Are you in that nightmare of that colonial slug, or are you not? Let me qualify the dream, too, because some people might roll their eyes or say, Whoa, you just lost me there. The dream is the shared dream of reality. You know, real fictions run the world, Mm -hmm. and they are fictions. But some of them are very applicable. It's a social construct. Yeah. We say this is what's happening. Rules and measure. Yeah. What is the rule? Well, concrete has a tolerance. Wood has a tolerance. Air has a pressure. It's, there's, there's a measure to mm-hmm. it. It's very real. And mm-hmm. there's a law there. And that becomes a shared experience. And, and we can create a legal fiction that yeah. represents it. And we can get closer to truth and further from truth. We can create something that is so absurd that it bears no resemblance to any form or standard of ethical moral plain reality like and what whole, if we got so far that we all thought we could walk on water we all thought we were walk- anything <laughs> if we started thinking that you know i can identify as a yellow seedless bell pepper but i'm not gmo i'm organic we're starting to get a little weird but none of that's real none so of that's real yeah exactly <laughs> so it gets a little funny and yes i do mean to poke fun at certain things mm-hmm. because it's gotten a bit absurd Law is like our operating system. And we can all agree on fundamental truths. Mm -hmm. But one of the things that then in the fiction of law 
is that we have a charter and the charter says you're innocent until you're proven guilty and everybody is equal before and under the law except RCMP officers get away with murder. Judges can do whatever they want. They're not ordinary, Mm -hmm. but they should be. That's a whole other story. What's an ordinary? Check that out. Another episode. Then there's issues like if everybody's innocent until proven guilty, how can Frank Caputo even propose a private member's bill that says presumption of detention for multiple accusations alone or repeat offenses with a penalty of five or more years while you're waiting trial. That doesn't work. It doesn't work. No, And so that's the proof that we don't have law. It is. So when you want a proof, it's right there. It's right there. I literally just isolated one single incident. And that's what this whole miniseries is about. about. We've got a great study series for anybody that wants to learn the truth in law. Members Associations for Policing is fine. It kind of makes sense. I'm going to be a constable and I'm going to go and help them out of the victimhood. You're not there to oppress people. I'm here to lift you up and bring you out. So if if I was that and you were that, if we had law applied equally, if you pulled out your gun and shot somebody, that would be the end of it. You wouldn't be a cop anymore. No. And people would wonder what you wouldn't be protected. So you wouldn't do it. There'd be a consequence. Now you lost your passion and you don't do that anymore. And it's been engineered by things like Frank Caputo's member bill, whether he knows it or not, to take away the accountability so that they can get away with it. Mm-hmm. Then the independent investigation offices take so long, they can't even get to these cold cases. By the time they do, it's too late to prosecute. Yeah. So there's some major issues. So, so really, though, the solution in this thing is to learn what really is law yeah. and to find that integrity because it is happening in the world. Mm-hmm. And it has to come from the integrity of a single individual. And that might cause them to stand up to somebody like their own mother or their siblings and say, you know what? You're wrong. And that's the victimhood why. speaking. That's a victimhood speaking. And, and it's incorrect, right? You're wrong on that one. And check this out. And it's about educating and taking the time. But sometimes people who are really infected with this whole colonial mind virus thing, they will not listen to reason. It's bad. It's bad. It like, can be really it's bad. It's like trying to deal with a zombie. They can drag you in and then all of a sudden you're this villain. Oh, it's like, it's like I am not even part of this. You can't reason with a zombie. It's, exactly. They're incredibly dangerous. Yep. So, so there that's from the movies, but it's, you know, it's very true. So at the end of the day, if there is law, which currently I don't believe, I mean, I think there's just too much going on. There's yeah, just, there's, it's, it's there's no apart. law. No, there's no currently. law. Because if there was, everybody would be equal. Applied equally. So is it being applied equally? And the answer is no. No. So there's no law. So there's no. <laughs> it's very, very simple. And we know that this is true because currently we have sergeants committing perjury under oath in the courtroom. Oh, and the judges are just a little bit troubled by it. They, they don't actually hold them to perjury. No. No. And that's a huge fault because that means there's no integrity in the justice system. Yeah. Zero. So, so like, there we go. We have another confirmation that there is no law. And people might argue and say, well, that was an isolated incident. You can't say that's across the board. And the fact of the matter is, if it's going unchecked, it is across the board. It's across the board. If an officer watches another officer kill somebody in cold blood, they know they're going to get away with it and they don't throw their career out mm-hmm. to stop that and expose the truth. There's no law. Now they're part of it. Yeah. And there is no law. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's really messed up. Thanks for joining us on this episode. Stroll through the victimhood. Yeah, you keep strolling through it. We're going to keep strolling yeah, right on through. Right on through. But yeah, on the next one, we're going to be looking at some awesome solutions that actually focus on rehabilitation. Can that's we rehabilitate true. the colonial zombies? Right, yeah. Ooh, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. That's a tough one. But check out the next episode. Don't forget to hit those links in the comments section here. Check out that Law Explained series. Yeah, Truth and Law. Truth and Law. And don't forget to stay tuned. Get tuned. Oh, yeah, that's right.